Hello and welcome to San Antonio Oasis in person. My name is Jenny Brown, Associate Director for Oasis, and today we are interviewing Sandy Sullivan. Ms. Sullivan has worked for Frost Bank for 48 years, and for the last 29 years, she has been the statewide liaison in all external fraud matters that include check fraud, customer employee embezzlement, identity theft, debit card fraud, and senior fraud. Ms. Sullivan's responsibilities also include being the liaison to all law enforcement agencies for Frost Bank and in the education of Frost Bank staff, the bank's customers, as well as the community at large to proactively raise the awareness on fraud issues as well as fraud prevention. She has also served on the board of directors and has was board treasurer for San Antonio Aid to provide lectures on fraud. Sandy, we really appreciate you joining us today. Jenny, thank you so much for having me today. I'm uh, very excited about being here. Great. So Sandy, can you tell us why the surge in crimes and fraudulent activities right now and how we can make people aware of that? Absolutely. Unfortunately, fraudsters are active every single day, but when there's a crisis, such as the aftermath of a hurricane, or due to the current crisis with the COVID-19 pandemic, the fraudsters tend to throttle their nefarious activities into high gear. So today we're here to raise the awareness of everybody in our audience and to help them remain proactive against some of the more prevalent frauds that are currently occurring. Whatever you learn from today's podcast, I would please ask that you share this information with at least 10 other people. That could be somebody in your family, friends, neighbors, church members, uh, or whomever. But also remember, you need to do this sharing over the phone, post it on Facebook, or send it an email, because by sharing this way, you can still follow our governor's directive of stay at home. Sandy, could you provide us with more specific information as to what some of these scams look like? Well, on March 20th, the FBI issued a public service announcement, a PSA, concerning frauds having to do with the COVID-19 pandemic. So one of the first things they put on here is to be alert to alleged emails coming from the CDC or the Center for Disease Control and Prevention or other organizations claiming to offer information concerning the COVID-19 virus. Also, don't click on any links or open any attachments in your emails you don't recognize or are not expecting. Be wary of websites and apps claiming to track the virus worldwide and be alert to emails asking you to verify or provide your personal information in order to receive uh, a stimulus uh, from the government. Government agencies are not sending unsolicited emails seeking your private information in order to send your money. Also, phishing emails, which is spelled P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G, it's just like the phishing line. The bad guys throw out a line and they try to reel you in. So phishing emails may also claim to be related to charitable contributions, general financial relief, airline carrier refunds, fake cures and vaccines, fake testing kits. There's also counterfeit treatment or equipment frauds. So be cautious of anyone trying to sell products that claim to prevent, treat, or diagnose or cure COVID COVID ID uh, 19. That's really good information, Sandy. We appreciate that. I know we have to be really careful about who's calling us. What are some, say, caller beware tips you can offer us? 
Sure, you should never ever provide your username, your password, your date of birth, your social security number, any financial data of any kind, such as your account number or answers to security questions that verify that the account belongs to you, or any personal information in response to an email, a robocall, or a call that was made to you. The readout on your landline or mobile phone can read whatever the fraudster wants it to read. It can read IRS, San Antonio Police Department, Bear County Courthouse, even your financial institution's name. If you have voicemail, then you should always let all phone calls go to voicemail, especially when you don't recognize the number or when you are not expecting a call from the company or individual that shows up on the readout. Then you can listen to the voicemail message and determine whether this call is something that you need to return because maybe it's from your doctor's office or maybe you're, you haven't talked to a cousin in a while and they're calling you. You should delete all phone messages that you aren't going to call back and return whatever phone calls you need to return. Once the fraudster gets you on the phone because they're so good at what they do, it's easy for you to get hooked on their fishing line and get pulled in. Whatever fraud they're wanting to commit. The white collar fraudsters, which is exactly what these fraudsters are called that we're talking about, can make more money in one day than it takes most people six months to make. It's a very lucrative business and many of them consider their fraud their careers. Wow. I know people have received calls from like Microsoft, Apple, or even their financial institution that can appear very realistic. Can you tell us about that? Well, what everybody needs to remember, Microsoft or Apple does not know whether you have a computer. You may have purchased one of their computers, but they're not keeping track of who purchased what, when, and where. So they're less likely to even know that your computer is running slow. So a lot of these calls are coming in and they're pretending to be Microsoft or Apple and they're telling you that they know that your computer has been running slow and they can help you make it run faster. If you get these kind of calls, just hang up. Unfortunately, we're in an era now where it is okay to just go ahead and hang up on somebody. I know most of us out in the audience grew up in an era where we trust individuals and we were always told to be kind to those people on the phone. But nowadays in the world that we live, we just need to learn to just hang up. If we don't want the, what they're calling us about, we know that it's a fraud, we can just hang up. If you get a call from your financial institution or credit card company and they tell you that there's a fraud on your account and they're asking uh, for your name or number, then you need to ask them what their name and number is and tell them that either you have somebody at the front door or you have somebody on the other line and you're gonna have to call them back. Then you're not going to call the number back that they gave you because you're gonna look up the number that belongs to your financial institution or your credit co uh, company, and you're going to call that number back and you're going to ask for the fraud department and let them know that you just received a telephone call from someone alleging to be from their company and indicating there was fraud on your account and you want to know more information. That way you can protect yourself from being victimized by somebody that's calling and pretending to be your financial institution or your credit card company. What if you are just not sure, Sandy, at all? I mean, what if you just really are struggling with that? Well, there's an old saying that says, if it sounds too good to be true, then it is. And so many, many years ago, President Reagan told us that we should trust but verify. However, in today's world, in today's age, 
especially with what's currently going on with the COVID-19, we can certainly trust, but we must verify and verify, verify, and verify again. And what that means is if you're not uh, sure about a phone call, an email that you receive, something you receive by snail mail, then you need to get somebody else in the boat with you. And that somebody else can be a family member, a trusted neighbor, a church member, a banker that you know from your financial institution, or an OASIS staff member. Two brains are always better than one, and we're never, never too old to ask for advice or assistance. Absolutely, very much so. What about our police substations? Can they help us if we have a question, Sandy? Absolutely. You can certainly make phone calls uh, to them and ask those same questions. One of the things I always tell my audience is if you don't know where your police substation is located for the residents or the neighborhood that you live in, you need to find out where it is. And when the stay at home directive is over, think about going to visit the substation. And when you get there, let them know that you're very appreciative of what they do for protecting your area. And you just stop by to say hello. That gives you a face and a voice that you've met. It tells you where the substation is. And if you ever need help, you know where it is. If you don't have the substation's telephone number written down somewhere where you can easily access it, then you do need to find that number and write it down somewhere where you can find it easily. Also, never hesitate to call the 911 number should you ever have an emergency. But if you just need to ask a question about something that you think might be fraudulent, then call the number for your substation. Great. Sandy, your information has been most helpful. It's sad we have to be so careful, but it certainly pays off in the long run when dealing with these criminals. We want to again thank you for being with us today. Jenny, it was my absolute uh, pleasure uh, to do so. Uh, It's so important for all of us, no matter what our age, whether we're 10 years old or we're 110, to understand the fraud is out there. It can happen to us. Um, It doesn't matter what your uh, educational background is. It doesn't matter what your socioeconomic background is. Any one of us can be a victim of fraud. So be aware, be proactive, get somebody else in that boat with you, ask questions, ask for advice. There's a lot of resources out there. And thank you again. Well, we certainly hope our our, uh, listeners will utilize this information. It was very, very good. This has been San Antonio Oasis in person. And remember, if you have any questions or concerns regarding fraudulent activities or suspicions, or for that matter, any concerns, please contact us in the San Antonio area at 210-236-5954. Have a great day. Be safe. And remember, we are here for you. Thank you.